Good morning and welcome to church. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's such a privilege to share scripture in this way, to come together as a church in this way. Um, I appreciate all the trouble you're doing. I appreciate it if you watch together with your friends and your family. Um, and my prayer is that the Lord will use our church service this morning to change something in your heart and your life. We're starting this morning with a series called 40 Days of Hope. Because we believe that um, in this time we're living, this difficult time, that we've got to have hope to continue. And we're going to, to um, in, for six weeks, we're going to work on this theme of hope. Week one, we, week one, we're going to say that hope, we've got hope for the future. Our future is in God's hands. Um, week two, we're going to say uh, we've got hope to live differently today. Uh, week three, we're saying... Uh, we have hope because we know the Lord's providing. Week four, um, our hope is in God's promises. Week five, we're going to say we've got hope because we're not on our own. We've got friends, family, uh, fellow believers that's journeying with us. And the last week, week six, we're going to say hope is in a person, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We're going to talk about that the Sunday before um, Easter weekend. So before we're going to start our service this morning, let's come together in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we may pray to you, not as if you are a God that's far, far away, but one that's are here, a God that's with us, a God that knows each one of us by heart. You know what we fear. You know what we're looking forward to. You know all our sadness, all our joy, all the emotions we're experiencing every day are well known for you. Thank you that you're not, not an impersonal God, but that we may know you, that we may relate to you, that, that we may sing to you, pray to you, read from you, hold on to your promises and live with you each day. Thank you for each one that's, that's joining our service in this way, in this morning. I want to pray, Lord Jesus, that you will work. Not in our power and might, but in your power and your might. That through you will change our hearts and our minds through your Holy Spirit. And that our lives will be forever in your hands. Amen. This morning's theme on hope is the whole idea that hope, our hope for the future is in God's hand. Um, what is the, is the hope you've got for life? What is it that, that you are looking forward to, that you are building your dreams on? Because we build our dreams on our hope. Maybe an easier question is, why did you give up on certain things? What happened that you gave up hoping for something? Maybe it was... Someone that you love dearly that passed away. Maybe someone you really attached to that's fallen ill. Maybe it's a relationship that broke. Maybe it's, it's, it's trouble you're having at work. Maybe it's worries about your financial situation. Worries about your kids. Worries about your own future. Maybe it's just bad things in your life that you can't get rid of. And you've prayed and you asked the Lord so many times to, to help you to... To, to change the, 
your, your negative thoughts to change your negative behavior and it's not happening. Maybe you gave up on God. Maybe you, you, you're not hoping anymore that he will change you, that he will provide for you, that he will come through. Maybe you're at a point in your life where there's nothing that you hope for. I want to, I want to assure you that this is not the end of the road. Because if I look at scripture, I read about a prodigal son that walked away and his father kept waiting for him. I read about the Samaritan woman that came to the well and for the first time in her life there was someone that cared, that, that didn't uh, misuse her, that talked to her with respect, treated her with dignity. There's a story about the, uh, a Roman officer whose son was lying his son was dying and he came to Jesus and said Lord help Jesus healed him I think about I think about Peter Peter said no Lord and still the Lord came to him and changed him I need a, I, I read about Saul uh, Paul when he was told Saul when he when he um, killed Christians and still the Lord was there and changed him there's so many stories and Bibles of people that gave up on hope. And still the Lord came through and still He helped and still He provided. You see, that's the, that's the difficult thing. We're never going to get our hope back if we don't repair our relationship with the Lord. Because that's the most important thing that's got to happen. Without this relationship, you've got nothing. You've got no one to trust. Um, if you, if you don't repair this relationship, what are you going to hold on to? Who are you going to trust? Yourself? Your knowledge? Your friends? People you want to impress? Where, where, where are you going to put your hope on? Um, during the week I was listening to a radio program and the people were talking about how they're reading tarot cards and how they're putting their hope on what the tarot cards are telling. How sad is that? We put our hope on a deck of cards. God didn't give up on us. God's not yet finished. If, if we say that we've got hope for the future, it means that we will keep on trusting the fact that the Lord will provide, that the Lord will keep on working in our lives, that our future is in His hands. Hebrew 11 verse 1 says the following. Um, listen to this. I'm going to read it in the NIV and then again in the, in the message. The NIV says, um, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of, we do not, of what we do not see. Hope, Faith is hope in what we are uncertain about. Listen how the message says it. Faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. That's hope. Something that makes your life worth living. It goes on. It's our handle on what we can't see. To trust God is the most important in our lives. And that's the firm foundation where we build everything on. And you know what? We can be sure about that. Because hope 
it's not it's not the the word the, the way we use it in in our language it's not something of oh i hope everything will work out it's not that um that word we use when we're not sure i hope in the bible i'm sure about something hope the word hope if you see hope in the bible it's 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 it contains amount of certainty um i am dead sure about this and that's why we say the, the the biblical biblical word hope tells us here's something we can hold on to and it's even more there's 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 more than that because hope is the audacity of christians to expect more the lord's not yet finished with you he's not yet finished with me he's not yet finished with our church he's still working he's still working in the lives around us he's still working in the world around us even if it sometimes feels feels to us that nothing is going in our way nothing is working out nothing is everything is up in there and there's no hope for tomorrow there is because we believe our future is in the lord's hands let's read scripture about that hebrews chapter 6 verse 9 and during the next six weeks i'm going to to work with hebrews it's an interesting book in the bible written to christians all over the known world of of, of that times um, christians that whose lives were in danger christians who didn't know what their future was held, uh, um, held, 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 held in for them christians who were who were um, in the minority everywhere where they went christians who were killed for their faith christians who wouldn't um, who wouldn't give an opportunity in, in in society to to get somewhere so Really people that struggling in life, struggling to say, but what, where do I hold on to? Let's read. Hebrews 6, verse 9. Even though we speak like this, dear friends, we are convinced of better things in your case. Better things? What better things? The things that have to do with salvation. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and love you have shown him as you have helped these people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end in order, in order to make your hope sure. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. And then a little bit further he goes on to say, but um, in, in, in who do we put our hope? This um, 70 verse 18. God does did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtains where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. Let's read. Let's finish our, our, our scripture reading. COVID is interesting times and COVID is doing something interesting in our lives. It's putting death on, on the forefront because we hear about people dying every day. Maybe you had friends, maybe you had family who passed away. And suddenly with this, we need to start to talk about death. Um, people are asking about death. People are wondering about death. Maybe, maybe you have wondered what, what's going to happen when you die. Are you sure what's going to happen to you when you die? You see, um, what, what COVID did is COVID, COVID showed us that we've got to deal with death. Um, and to be honest, it's not something new. We've known people that died all along. And we know that each one of us are going to pass away one day. 
Not one of us is going to be spared. We're all going to die. That's certain. And now we've got to ask each other, but is that creating amount of, um, amount of uncertainty? Is that something to be worried about? Is that something that's stealing our hope? Because we're afraid of death, afraid of dying? I honestly believe as Christians, we never need to be afraid of death. Because we know there's something after death. There's life after death. Jesus died, rose up, went to heaven. We're going to rise up, went to heaven one day. Listen how verse 9 says it. It says, even though we, we speak like this, dear friends, we are convinced of better things in your case, the things that have to do with salvation. We are sure about your salvation. And in and, and verse 11, he says, we want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end in order to make your hope sure. Your hope is that you know what's in store for you when you die. It's sometimes strange to talk about death. But hope means we can look forward to the future, even the future after death. In 1 John 5, 13, when the Apostle John John writes in, in this letter to the Christians, he says the following, 1 John 5, 13, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. You who believe in Jesus Christ, we can know that we have eternal life if we believe in Jesus Christ. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Are you sure about that? Because the Bible tells us that if you believe in Jesus Christ, you have eternal life. Which means death is not the end. Which means our future doesn't stop the day we die. There's life after death. There's this one evangelism course which challenges people with the answer. Well, with the question, sorry, are you sure that if you died today, you're going to heaven? Are you sure? We can be sure. The Bible tells us that we can be sure. The answer needn't be, hmm, maybe, <laughs> I, I hope so, because that hope is more kind of uncertainty than the assurance the Bible talks about. Because biblical hope is something different. Biblical, hopes, biblical hope is, I know that I know. I'm sure that I know what my future holds. I'm sure I know because I know the, who is holding my future. There's a story about the, the murderer on the cross next to Jesus on um, the day Jesus died. And Jesus told him, today you will be with me in paradise. How amazing is that? Here's this guy whose life ended. He had nothing to hold on to. He's got no future. He's stuck. And Jesus told him, today you will be with me in paradise. Even death, for, for, for even someone like that, is not the end of the road. And this is this strange thing that... Hope isn't what the Lord is offering us, which means 
there's no situation in our life that need to be the end of the road. We're never stuck. We don't have to be hopeless. We don't have to give up, even if everything is against us. Maybe, maybe that's where you are. Maybe you want to give up. Maybe you're stuck. Maybe you have nothing going for you. Then this message is for you. Jesus wants to make a difference in your life today. To secure your future. You don't need to be afraid of. And I know it's difficult for us to trust the Lord. Because we want to see things. You remember when he called Abraham Genesis 12. He called him from his uh, from his home and from his country and his people. And told him, Abraham, leave. Go somewhere else where I will show you. And it says in scripture he left without seeing what the Lord promised. The Lord told him he's going to have a, he's going to have a, a son. He was 99 years old before it happened. But he kept on, kept on trusting the Lord. He know his future is in the Lord's hands. He know the Lord has got plans for him and he's got plans for you. The situation you are in is not the end, not the end of the road. Hope is in a God that's got plans for your life. Doesn't matter what, where you are and what's happening at this moment. Hope is to believe in the future work of God in your life. Everything he did up till now, it's not the end. He's going to do so much more. You must remember, faith works different than we often think. Faith isn't built on our efforts, on, on our good behavior, on the things we do right. That can never be the foundation for faith. That can never give us security because I don't know of one person that gets everything right the whole time. I know a lot of people that get nothing right. I know how I struggle in life. I know how, how, how difficult it is for me sometimes to trust the Lord. Not sometimes, often to trust the Lord. So we can't build our faith on what we manage to do, on the right things we do. We've got to build our faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. On His promises. On the fact that our lives is in His hands. That He's the foundation for us. Where we can build our, our, our house on. We must remember, hope doesn't start with us and our plans. And the things we need for our security. And all our knowledge. And the way things are working out or not working out. We can't build our hope on that. We've seen in the, the last year our, our plans of people tumble down. Our things didn't work out the way we wanted. I don't know what dreams of you of yours didn't work out. It's a lot of my dreams that didn't work out. There's a lot of things in my life that that um, that was wrong, that went wrong. So we can't build our hope on that. Hope starts with who the Lord is. Hope starts with 
the fact that God is faithful. We build our life on His loving kindness. On the fact that we can trust Him. Because He will always be true to His character. He will always help us. He will always provide for us. Biblical hope isn't something that's humanly possible. Because we build our hope on things we see and things that work out and assurances people are giving us. Biblical hope is something different. But it's the audacity of Christians to expect more. You may expect more from the Lord. You may ask for more. You may pray for more. You may hope in a better tomorrow. Doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Doesn't matter if it, at this stage it feels as if everything is wrong. There's this uh, verse in Romans, uh, Romans chapter 8, which tells us something about that. Romans uh, chapter 8. I want to read, I want to read there for you from verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardships or persecution or famine or nakedness or pandemics or danger or sword? No. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, Neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. I don't know what stole your hope. I don't know what happened in your life that makes you hopeless, want you, makes you want to give up. I know the Lord's not giving up because he's got a future in store for you. He's got plans for you. He's not yet finished. So trust his loving kindness. Trust the fact that he is going to complete the work he started in your life. Trust the fact that his future is in your, your future is in his hands. Trust the fact that you don't need to be af afraid for death. Because we are promised life after death. That we can hope on. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us all our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Amen. We have opportunity to, to bring our offerings. You've got all the information down below. Um, thank you for giving. Thank you that you are keep keeping on giving. It's amazing the difference it's making. I've got a few important announcements. Um, the first is um, just regarding the questionnaires we sent out. Um, thank you for everyone that finished it and gave it back. 
If you haven't received the questionnaire, it's possible that your email address we have is not the right one. So please send, drop us a mail um, to info at sagemeente.com. Um, just say that you haven't received the questionnaire because we want each member of our church to send them uh, in a questionnaire. If you're not a member of our church, don't worry about that. Um, if you want to become a member of the church, um, do the same. Just send your information to info at Esachimente and we'll send you a questionnaire. The questionnaire is, is about um, a, a lot of things that are happening in and around London. The way we want to be church after lockdown finished because it's, it's going to finish one of these days. And then we've got to be ready to be church. So thank you for helping, helping with that. Please save the date, 20 March, on your diaries, on, uh, diaries in, your, in your iPhones now. Everyone, take your phone, put in the date, 20 March, save the date. We're going to have something special Saturday night, 20 March, more information coming later. And then the last one is, um, next week, we're going to talk about the difference hope makes every day in our lives. Today we talked about um, the difference hope makes. We, we know our future is in God's hands. Um, next week we're going to talk about the whole idea that that hope means the way we live today can be different. Um, you can go to our website. Um, you'll see information about the uh, 40 days, um, the way you can get involved. There's going to be um, uh, verses from Scripture for seven days reading each week. Read it, pray about it, put it in your heart, think about it. Um, it will help this whole idea of hope rooting in your heart so um, please please take part may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord shine his countenance upon you and give you peace and give you peace amen Oh, 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 oh,